and welcome to MGP 237. I'm Kev, and with me as ever, there's Sheepdog, Anna, and Pab. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello. Hello. Sheepdog usually Sheep. says hello. Yeah, he's, he's, he's still choking on wine. I what think did I say he... then? Did you not hear me? No. no. I said hello first. Didn't. Didn't, uh, didn't say didn't. anything. No. <laughs> I think Am you... I thinking stuff again? Are you that, that drunk already? <laughs> No, I swear I went, hello. Uh, only in your mind, little fella. Apparently crazy, so. Crazy son of a mongoose. How are we all on this fine evening? Have we all recovered from Comic-Con? Yeah, it seems very long yeah. ago. It was. Mm. The, this yeah. time last week, we were uh, mooching about on the river, catching pokies, yeah. if I recall. Mm. Yeah. I'm ever so close to completing that now. I'm getting close. I'm quite impressed how close I am, considering I don't really play it unless I'm with you lot. You play it at school? I only do now. Now I've got my Pokemon Go Plus. Now it's on all the time. But up until a week ago, when that arrived, I um, I only really played it when I was walking Dave, which is about twice a year, or <laughs> yeah, no, when I'm with you lot. And looking at my Pokédex right now, let's have a look. How do I get in there? The apps. It's still telling me it's Halloween. Um, I've caught 116, seen 126 now, which is about 30 more than this time last week on both columns, mm-hmm. I should think. I've caught 125 and seen 142. You can only see 145, so I only need to see three more. You can only catch 142 without going abroad. So, so I've got I'm only nine more. behind you on the old catching. I'm quite impressed mm-hmm. with myself. What a successful trip to London. Slightly less successful on the street pass front, because I'm sat here still needing one street pass puzzle piece. <laughs> I need one as well now, because I, I realised I had coins to trade. I cannot believe I left London still with a puzzle piece needed. The only saving grace is that in two weeks' time I'm at Birmingham Comic Con, and surely somebody there will have a DS with them and have the piece I need. Or we could swap pieces with each other, sheepdog. But that takes yeah. the fun out of it if we cheat. Well, I considered that. I've been carrying mine to and from work in the hope that I'll meet someone in Peterborough that happens to have a DS on them. Um, you should just no, stand outside my house. There's no spot pass things anymore in no, town. No, there's walked, not. I noticed that when we were in Manchester. I hung around in game trying to get them in there and nothing, which really? is um, most upsetting. But, um, yeah, I, I think you should just mooch over to my house now, Sheepdog, and wave you to get at my bedroom window, and then we can both complete it live on there. If I leave mine near the front of my house and you just drive up, what but distance then, away do you But then the effort's on my part, and I don't really want yeah. to be the one who puts the effort in, because that then feels like I'm going out of my way to do it a cheaty way. Whereas if my DS is just sat at my bedside table and somebody happens to walk past and give me the piece I need, then so be it. I don't feel like yeah, I've cheated the system then. It's kind of the same reason I don't want to walk to yours or go to yours. I, I want it to be a bit more natural. Perhaps we should both just sort of coincidentally walk to Tesco at some point over the weekend. And I was there oh, earlier look, and thought, I'm I in Tesco. Kev's... Goodness yeah. me. Well, if you start carrying around, if we bump into each other, we're sorted. If we don't, we don't. Yeah. Let's arrange to bump into each other. <laughs> but make it, but obviously, obviously we won't arrange to have our DSs with us because that would be cheating then. But if we just yeah. arrange to meet up and coincidentally happen to have our DSs in our pockets and it happens uh, organically, then we complete the game fair and square. 
I think them's right. The well, tomorrow I happen to be at the same pub for most of the day. And oh, then... how unusual! Sheepdog's going to be in a pub all day. <laughs> And I happen to be at the uh, deeping uh, bonfire firework thing over by. Uh, that was church. today. No, it's not, because you're talking about the rugby club. Okay. I'm talking about the one by the post office behind it. Uh, that one's too far away. Mm. Plus, it's full of deeping folk. I don't like them people. Yuck! <laughs> Horrible people. So, how did we all find Comic Con then? Were we all uh, were we all suitably impressed with its awesomeness? Same yeah. as ever. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems very similar to last time. I enjoyed it, but yeah, my dad texted me saying, what's it like? And I said, it's exactly the same as last year's one. Last time's one, it was only me. Um, even to the point where the stalls were in the same place for the most part. <clears throat> Which is good, because it means they're easy to find. Yeah, I, you know, I think there were moments where we were a little bit frustrated because we just ended up getting caught up in the hunt for a specific thing, which isn't really the spirit of it. It's just, just wonder and see what happens. But um, See, all, want- all the specific things I wanted, I just ordered on Amazon as I was walking around, and they, yeah. they've arrived in my house over the course of the week. That's a good idea. I don't know why I didn't think of that. That's pretty much what we've been doing. My son wanted a Charizard, and so I'm just ordering it on Amazon now. <laughs> remember the only thing i think i bought while we were there toy wise i got myself a uh, a hawk girl new york comic-con exclusive legends of tomorrow pop um which the man got out of a massive box he had hundreds of them i was tempted to buy them all because um they're rather marvelous but the rest of the legends have gone on my uh, my amazon list and they'll arrive at some point over the next couple of months they're not in stock on amazon yet which makes my plan slightly less clever because apparently that was the only place I could have bought them because they're not available mm-hmm. to buy anywhere online in this country yet. So I'm a little sad about that. But they'll arrive eventually. They might be in Birmingham in a few weeks. I've got a few did books. You, Go on, little fella. Did you get as many books in... Um, oh, what's the bloody Forbidden Planet? I had a brain fart then. Did you get as many books in Forbidden Planet as you did at Comic-Con? Because I did. <laughs> I was kind of yeah, like... probably about even... No. Yeah, um, I, I didn't. You got more in Forbidden Planet. I've got about that. six in Forbidden Planet. Yeah, I went crazy in there. See, I only bought a few over there, and I did my usual uh, three for two on Marvel in oh, the I con. So I, um, <laughs> I did. I've done that both times we've been there this year now, and that's a, that's a really good deal. I got the two Spider Gwen books and the um, the Spider Woman book for like twenty five quid, which was a marvelous deal, much cheaper than Forbidden Planet would have been. Um, and I got a few bits in Forbidden Planet. My Squirrel Girl book finally turned up in midweek as well, that I've been awesome. waiting for for so long. So, I don't know uh, why, but the paper in that puts me off reading it a little bit because it's so thin, I feel like I'm going to tear it to shreds. All my other books feel like they can withstand a reading, whereas this one feels so delicate. I read a couple of pages because it takes me so long to turn them. I'm I'm fatigued by the time I get four pages through. And I put it aside. It's more value ones. for money. It will last. Well, yeah, it will. This one, I mean, yeah, I've read so many other comics. I know we'll get onto that later, but I've read so many other comics whilst trying to get through this slog of a very tiny book that just has very delicate pages to it. Um, I'm determined not to rip it. And yeah, so far, I think I've been on the verge every time I've opened it. You should use tweezers. That's what the professionals use to read our comics. Even very brand new trying to find a pair of tweezers. I'm trying to find a, a virtual version of it to just read, and that can go on my shelf. <laughs> um, we did learn a valuable lesson, which I think we already knew, 
not to go to the convention on the Saturday at any point. I'm pretty sure we knew that from last time. And me and Anna have been on Saturdays in the past as well. And um, we were in there for maybe 10 minutes on the Saturday this time. And it was just absolutely horrific. Yep. Ew, so busy. Couldn't even move in there on the Saturday. You went there on a Saturday afternoon, didn't you, Sheepdog? Was it? Yeah, it wasn't anywhere near as bad as I expected. Because you said to me, don't go, it's horrendous. And we got there. What, it was we were no- in there about one half one-ish on Saturday. Yeah. And it just made me want to kill people. Me and Anna almost tore each other's throats out in the five minutes we were waiting for Pab <laughs> to collect his little wristband. He had to queue up, get his wristband, and then come and find us so we could leave. Just, yeah, was, just, was, just walked out the other end, basically. Just waded away through everybody and walked <laughs> out the other side of yeah, the Because in the time it took us to wait for you to get your wristband, we'd had enough. We, yeah. we were ready to leave again. It was awful. And were you standing in the lunch bit at lunchtime wondering why it was so packed? Yeah. You're idiots. <laughs> it was very busy and awful and horrible. <laughs> but then we got back out and, and had funsies, so that was good. At least until the sun went down, we have discovered that London by night is a ghost town and there is nothing <laughs> to do in London in the evening. No, no. You're so funny. No, no. I love you. I love you. No, we, we enjoyed ourselves in that Waterstones. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Quarter to ten at night. Yeah, that's what we did that in London rubbish. on a Saturday night. We went to a bookshop because it I was the only place mate. we could find... I messaged my mate for advice because he lives there. And um, I think you texted me saying you'd given up and gone home. And then I got a text from him going, sorry, I've been playing games with my family. And he just list- he just rattled off a massive list of stuff that was on your doorstep. And I thought, I'm not even going to bother sending it now because they've gone home. Um, but we, you're so funny. We went to Waterstones, got on the tube, sat in the hotel bar and played Boulder Dash. I was thinking about like, as well, because you were going, oh, London's rubbish. And I thought in Manchester, we went to an arcade, which was good. You said you did that already, though. We did that in May and didn't like the one in London. It's not as good as oh, right. in Manchester. We did um, walk no. past it um, whilst we were trying to do all the other stuff, because we went to the London Eye. That was closed. We went to the Dungeons. That was closed. We went to the Shrek World. Closed. We tried to do a London tour by night on a bus. Um, closed, unless we wanted to sit on the bottom deck and not be open top. And everything we tried to do was closing at like eight, half eight. And I just couldn't understand how everything could close so early in the evening. That is unusual, isn't it? I'm surprised. But I was thinking like when we were in Birmingham, all we did was eat and drink. And all we did in Manchester was pretty much the same. Yeah, but we couldn't even find anywhere to do that. I think it's because we we don't know the place. And in Birmingham and Manchester, you can sort of walk about and find a decent looking pub but we walked around london for what an hour and a half i think and, you were stuck yeah. as well that your, your hotel didn't have a space for particularly doing well we yeah, sat in, we, we went back to the hotel but, bar and that was where we settled in the end but we walked around for an hour and a half and didn't at any point see a, a bar that we thought oh we can just sit in here this looks all right i, I don't know about you two but i didn't see anywhere that appealed no, there was a couple, couple of, like, nightclubs with bouncers on, wasn't there? Yeah, we walked but past that, the that Ritz very... and they spat at us because we were wearing jeans. Yeah. We considered walking across Green Park by night when there's no lights on because um, yeah. we just felt like a bit of danger. But, no, there was just... There wasn't a pub that you could just sit in. I think... You're mental because if you're walking past the Ritz and Green Park is on your left... You go one street to the right, and it was nothing but pubs. I parked... We were walking in the uh, opposite direction. We walked past Green yeah. Park, then to the Ritz, and then back down towards Piccadilly Circus, and that's where we hit Waterstones. Yeah, the road parallel to where you were walking was 
Pub Central. There's just pubs everywhere. Funny you'd have told yeah, us that. Uh, yeah. no, didn't tell us but that you, when we asked for help, did when you? When you messaged me saying, come to London, we're bored. And I was like... <laughs> no, no, no. We were going to go, where can we go in London? We didn't want you to come because we knew you'd be busy with family. <laughs> that wasn't the so only reason we didn't want him to come. Where, where to go because we were I'll, bored. I'll get you like, uh, I'm watching something. Well, I don't care. Just help us. <laughs> Jesus. I don't, I'm not trying to spoil your evening, but we were bored. Yeah. I think it was the perils of it being our second night there because the Friday night we were we were happy as Larry mooching around the Tower of London, which is exactly what we did back in May. Cross Tower Bridge, walk up the embankment area a bit, and just sort of hang about and catch some Pokemon. And it was lots of fun, but we couldn't really do that two nights in a row. And Saturday night, eh, London's boring. <laughs> Why does the London the right Eye close at half past eight on a Saturday I night? I don't know. I didn't silly. think it did. I'm surprised oh, to hear We well, didn't but... think it did. We tried to get on it and the man wouldn't let us. We tried to go to Shrek World. The man wouldn't let us. This man was basically following us around going, no, no, <laughs> no. Every time we tried to do anything fun, we walked down a urine-soaked underpass just to try and get away from him. He let us do that. Shots at eight thirty every day. Yeah, yeah stupid. We were there at eight twenty nine. No, actually, we were there at about eight twenty five. But we got our four hundredth Magic Cup candies on the way. So we <laughs> stood next to the river and uh, evolved our Gyaradoses, and um, then went and tried to get in the queue. And he said, "Yeah, you see where that man's just walking out that door? That was the ticket office. It's closed now." So if we hadn't got those pesky pokies, we could have been in on the London Eye, and we'd have had no complaints at all then. Because we'd have been on there for about three hours looking at how slow it moved. <laughs> but, yeah, um, blooming Pokemon ruining everyone's lives. I'm surprised you didn't see any pubs. I mean, pubs with just the three of you would have been, like, I guess, a, no different from sitting in the hotel bar as well, though, would it? We wanted a pub next to some Pokestops, which basically the hotel bar was. <laughs> we, uh, me and Anna were king and queen of Brick Lane Mosque all weekend. It was um, <laughs> it was amazing stuff. Every time anyone went near that mosque, we just killed them and took over the gym again. It was brilliant. I like I like having a hotel room I, um, that's in a gym. I don't know if my friends have gone there yet to get all those chances you were happening upon. That's quite funny. Yeah, three of them. Marvellous stuff. It's, it's meant to be. I mean, I looked at the stats, and it's not as uncommon as it's proving to be for everyone I know who's playing it, except you. But it is one of the most rare, uh, the rarest. Where people eggs. need to head Brick Lane if you want a, ch- what is it, a Chansey? Is that what it's called? Yeah, but it's all changed now. So that oh, green park that was a Charmander nest isn't a Charmander nest anymore. It's well, a it never nest. was for me anyway. I went, I only got one all weekend there. That made my day, that did. Because, I mean, my, my Charizard is, is pathetic. He's very small uh, because I went for nostalgia and um, I evolved my starter. So whilst I have a level one four one four two seven Blastoise and my Ivysaur, which isn't fully evolved yet, is eight nine six, my Charizard is three three three. I've got pitches that are bigger than him. My start is long since dead. <laughs> long since dead. <laughs> One of the first ones I killed. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I'm not a monster. So yeah. First I'm in, first here. out. That's with FIFO around here. <laughs> My my level for my CP four hundred Pidgey and my my CP six two nine Butterfree are sat there going get a load of that little Charizard over there what a prick, um, 
Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll own him. And they've got two little Bulbasaur's that are bigger than him. I'd love to be able to fight my own Pokemon with them. It'd it, it just be laughable. But then I quite like the fact that I've got the, the littlest Charizard. Um, how do we, I assume we, did we, we talked about the Halloween event last week on the show, didn't we? But it was, um, it was marvellous. Yeah. It really got me back into the game. Yeah, I wish they'd do something now or I don't, soon. I don't really understand. What, is it just because it was easier? Is that why it got us all so excited? Do they just need... <laughs> if, they, if they permanently lowered everything, would it... I guess the novelty would wear off because we'd all finish the game quicker. But for those, what was it, three or four days, candies ahoy, evolutions all over the shop. Oh, I must have hatched 40 eggs while that event was on. It was brilliant. Oh, still excited thinking about it. Every time I load the game up, it still has a little Halloween background on the loading screen. Yeah. And I get a moment of, oh, is it back? No, it's not back. Curse you. Speaking of curses, I'm cursed. This game, I've hatched uh, three 10K eggs since we got back because I suddenly got a glut of 10K eggs. And um, they've all been frigging pincers. I've got one more on the go. Uh, 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 pincers and electabuzzes, sorry, which I already had. But if the next, if my last one isn't a Snorlax or a Lapras, then I'm just going to shoot people because um, my wife got her first 10k and it was a Lapras. <laughs> so and my, the world is like, setting us up for me to catch you up and get one, get more before you. How are you feeling if I get there before my, you? My four-year-old busted out her phone, uh, like my wife's phone earlier. And just randomly went, ha, ha, you don't have this one. <laughs> just like waved it in my face. Completely unsolicited. Um, I don't really care if you get there before me. Yes, you do. Yeah, we'll see. No, the only ones I care about getting are the, um, you've already got the Snorlax. So I don't, you know, that didn't, uh, I just want one. Um, not really fussed about that. Most, most of the ones I still have yet to catch, I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't particularly... If I was playing the game, I wouldn't have them in my team. So it's just kind of filling in, in the numbers now. I've already um, bought a round-the-world plane ticket so I can go and catch those ones as well, just to, just to upset you. I'm frustrated to find it's against their terms and conditions to um, get a friend abroad to log in. And if you're caught doing it, they ban you. Because I've got a colleague who is in America, and he caught a Taurus on his first day there, like as he arrived. So I sort of wanted to just give him my login, but I mean, I told him to catch more and then trade me when he gets back. But is trade ever going to bloody happen? Well, you should write him a letter and ask him. Mm. Um, I have a bone to pick with Pab and Anna. Go on. The Devil's Transport. You yeah. two. Twice over the course of this weekend, uh, made, the me, you wanted made me ride those pesky cable cars. Oh, it's the worst experience of my life. Even talking about it now, I feel my legs are just going all jelly-ish again. Oh, I've never felt so close to death as I did. <laughs> it was horrible. What's great about it? We were. I never realised what fancy you were. We were hanging yeah. on a rope over a pile of roads and stuff and uh how does it not fall i don't understand why it doesn't fall it feels like it's gonna fall we got on there and sat down and the first thing that happened is the dodgy wooden bench you sat on started creaking they can't even make a bench properly 
The doors don't shut until the point of no return. Yeah, basically hanging over the edge of the Thames and the doors are still open. Oh, yeah, I suppose we'll shut them now. <laughs> had you go in there, didn't we? Yes, you had me going there. I thought I was going to die. Oh, it was horrible. And then Pab started shaking it while we were up there. <laughs> me and Anna really both nice. nearly <laughs> punched him in synchronisation. Because we're both there, oh, okay, it's a bit windy this time, don't like this, the whole thing's rocking. And then Mr. <laughs> Mr. Northern over there just decides to do a little jig and shake the whole thing. <laughs> I turned round to look at the other window. Oh. oh, I nearly had a heart attack. That you did. Mm. You did that, it was awful. <laughs> um, they're like massive steel, you know, or even possibly stronger than steel, um, metal things that... It goes through the cart, so it can't just randomly fall off them. Uh, Not going to snap. They can't snap. It's of impossible. course they can snap. We're stood there waiting to get on it, and I'm watching the little mechanism work, and all it—I mean, it's just slotting on. Just, <laughs> you know, it's there's there's no no one's there, no one's there putting a few nails through it afterwards. It just slots on. If that, but, I know what? from the amount of times the chains come off my bike that these things aren't foolproof. Sometimes it just slips. Well, a week before... Where's it going to slip? It can only get off the other end of the chain, can't it? Your yeah. chain is a bit different, isn't it? Like, on your bike, because that can fall off left or right. This has got a chain through the middle of it, hasn't it? No! A week before we went on it, it um, stalled for an hour. Oh, God. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, my God. Why didn't you tell me that before we got on? I wasn't going to tell you because you'd say no. Yes, I would. <laughs> what if it had happened while we were on there? <laughs> there for an hour, that was brilliant. I'd have just had to. I'd have lied down on the floor. I'd have lied down on the floor and pretended I wasn't on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. I'm never going on that again. You're such a pansy. Well, they managed to get me on it the second time because they wanted to go to the O2 for dinner. You on. promised me a sloppy Joe. <laughs> we went all the way to the O2 to have dinner at a bowling alley that was closed when we got there. No, bowling alley was open. Just the food wasn't open. Yeah. You could have gone bowling, Kev. Uh, Pab cheats, though. If I wasn't with him, I'd have bowled. But he's a cheat. He aims. We know his We know his tactics when he bowls. And it's completely unfair. Yeah, I'd have beat you. Because you cheat. So, yeah. uh, oh. He starts shouting out the names of American cities and I don't really get why he does it. When he bowls. Oh, Kevin? No. Uh, <laughs> he just starts shouting, like, Brooklyn at him, and I don't know what that means. It's a bowling thing. Did you see him do it? Never... I saw... What? I think... Don't worry. I... I think you got it from Sister Sister, Pab. I don't know where you got it from. <laughs> but that's where I... Where the only other time I've seen it... The only other time I've seen someone do that was the mum in Sister Sister back in the 90s. She throw the ball and then she does start shouting random cities. I'm assuming she wanted the ball to go towards those cities and not the other way, but I don't really get it. You're the one who does what it. Are you saying? <laughs> no one knows. He's so drunk again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah. do we have any other Comic Con news before we move um, on to talk about some video games on this video game podcast that we do? You you also lost your mind in the park, didn't you? When a when a bird, uh, a bird oh a bird uh, a bird turd the bird turd yeah. incident yeah bone to pick with all of you <laughs> how come two people get pooed on 
One of them gets fussed over. Oh, let me wash their hair. Oh, are you okay? Yeah. Let me let me clean you up. Let's wash your hair. Are you all right? I'm there with poo on my arm, and I have to ask to get some hand sanitizer. No one's there combing it out of my hair for me. No one offers me. Anna, you offered her a tissue. You had she a tissue. Anyone and... got a tissue? And I said, I've got one here. I'd been telling you I've got poo on my arm for five minutes. You didn't offer me a tissue. I had to wipe we it on Sheepdog's arm. We enjoy your suffering. Ah. Yeah, I had to wipe it on Sheepdog. <laughs> dirty, dirty <laughs> horse poo. It was quite funny. Um, we sat on that bench and I'm like, oh, I think something just pooed on me. <laughs> I look and everyone's like, nope, there's nothing on you. And then you're like getting ready to be like, oh, and you're like, oh my God, it's on me. And yeah, I was delighted. <laughs> and I shook my arm and it flew onto your daughter, presumably. I imagine I, that's I, what it, happened. It just landed in her hair as well. <laughs> Yeah. Perhaps it was attracted to hair. The hair on her head, the hair on my arms. It looked at you and thought, nothing for us here, and moved on. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't see your shoulders because they were covered up. Oh, dirty, dirty poo. We did see the Queen, though, so that was pleasant. Yeah, she was in, wasn't she? She was. She was in her box. Wasn't the flag down? Flag was up. No, it was up. Mm. Unless she put it down when you turned up because she didn't want to see you again. Maybe, not after last time, eh? Certainly. Hey, what um, else? Well, what else, little fella? We had, we had a cracking breakfast on Saturday. Oh, we had a KFC breakfast. Yes, oh, you two did. I went to Ed's. Yeah, you filmed us eating a KFC breakfast. We, yeah. I mean, we're, we're fairly unique in the world of people in the UK because there's only eight KFCs in the country where you can have a KFC breakfast. We had a chicken AM, which is a... a, a basically an egg, bacon and sausage sandwich with a piece of KFC chicken in it and a dirty, mm-hmm. horrible hash brown on the side. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're uh, we're basically trailblazers and trendsetters, me and Pab. Yeah. And uh, that was worth the hour out of our day that it took us to find the place. Yeah, yeah it was oh, worth it, I think. Although there's four WH Smiths in, uh, in Victoria Station. I was having a whale of a time. <laughs> WH Smith's yeah. everywhere you look. I w- by the time we found it, I wasn't that bothered about KFC anymore. I was over the moon with the with the extra WH Smiths I'd added to the tally. But um, yeah, it was very pleasant. If you want to see me and Pab eating a KFC breakfast, um, you might want to check out a little website called YouTube, um, and it's on there somewhere. You'll find it. Google KFC breakfast, and you'll probably find me and him gurning back at you, enjoying a chicken AM seductively. Yeah. Yeah, we made food noises as we were eating it. It was like watching um, that program, Bake Off, that's the one. Like, Pab <laughs> eats in the side of his mouth like Mary Berry. I take a big mouthful like Paul Hollywood and then wipe it out of my beard just the way he does. We basically, that was our um, Bake Off audition. And I think we stand <laughs> a good chance. Because we, we, yeah. we eat chicken sandwiches like pros. And then I went and had pancakes because, you know... Like pancakes. Yeah, I had a, I had Subway for breakfast that day, and it was frigging thirty quid for my family to have what? a measly sandwich. I couldn't believe it. Did you accidentally it. go to the Queen's private Subway? I don't know what we did, but um, they had basically it was because it, it was we hadn't eaten and it was nearly lunchtime. We just basically had lunch, and it was like the kids had a plain sandwich with ham in it, nothing else, crisps and a drink. 
we had sandwich and I didn't even get any crisps with mine. And yeah, it came to 30 quid. I was like, I've got a Christ. ham and cheese sandwich for a pound the night before. Oh, I did, but the yeah. thing was, I'd been saying there's a shop down there that sells sandwiches for two quid a pop in, in the, in the, uh, Excel and I can get all the other stuff. It'll be fine. And they're, Oh no, we want to eat something proper. And then we went to, yeah, it was mental. These things are much more expensive going with family. Yeah. I will yeah. learn that lesson in a couple of weeks in the Birmingham one when I have my small people with me at uh, Comic-Con for the first time. This uh, I might just leave my wallet at home and just all weekend, well, all day, really, there for the day, all day just keep saying to him, sorry, left my wallet at home. Just ask Santa for what you want and we'll yeah, see. Got it off Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I could just do it. We're just here to look. Just here yeah. to look. Just scan it all in. We'll we'll get it on the wish list. See what Santa can do. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah, might do that while it stays at home. But then, how do I buy stuff for me? Hmm. Mm. I suppose I'll leave them unattended for various points throughout the day. There must yeah. be a crash or something at Comic Con. Sheepdog, is there a crash? Where do you leave your kids? Yeah, there was actually. Is there really? There's like a Lego area and a, a Comic Con reading area. Uh, with just toys, bean bags, and stuff, they could just sit in that. You just leave them on the waltzers for the afternoon. Yeah, and I assume we're all going to uh, Belgium Comic Con this weekend. I've just had an email about. Really, that's, that's tomorrow and Sunday. Oh, no, we can't. You what know, a shame. Can't. The, what a shame at the Brussels Expo Centre. Yeah, they get around. Do you reckon that Comic-Con would be phone, the exact they? same thing? Well, it's yeah. MCM, like it's MCM Comic Con Belgium, so presumably. Oh God! It's the same people. Imagine it's similar sort of vendors, but imagine a lot of them vendors all. They just do wear like, those. Do uh, like, do like the They'll probably yeah, all be talking stuff. Flemish. <sighs> exactly. Exactly. So, video games. I hear that's right. one of the other things we talk about on this podcast. We do. Anna, what eight new games have you got this week? I forgot eight new games. I uh. Acquired Worlds of Final Fantasy. That makes it sound like you stole it. Did no. you like the game, Anna? Um, I don't like the dialogue. I hate that the boy one. I hate everything about him. He does my head in. Yeah. I can't stand him. I really his... hate the little thing that says the the in front of every the word, and it's the really stupid. Yeah, a bit like. Yoda-ish kind of. It's not Yoda would just like make it slightly back to forth, like yeah. back, back to back to front. Sorry, not forth. I thought it was something to do with the translation, but I think she's made to do that. But that lad, oh my gosh! Just All three of them are just lame. I mean, the game, the game is good. Mm-hmm. Gameplay's good. I like the stacking. I like collecting. Yep. Yep. I like the little throwbacks to the old games. The story seems interesting-ish, but. Yeah, I've, I'm muting it next time I turn it on because it got to the point where I was actually starting to feel ill every time the, the little Tamar is it mm. was just like, you know, we really need to get on the, the this with that and I'm very the sad and this is making us all the angry and it was like, you need to shut the fuck up, you know. <laughs> Language! Um, bleep! 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 Sorry. Um, it was infuriating. It was just like, what were they thinking? And I actually like, was, I spent yeah. more time Googling how to turn her off 
and get rid of her. Take and your I shirt just off. <laughs> they they need to patch that really quickly. They need to just fix that because it was quite funny actually. Um, after I played it a bit, I looked up reviews and information and every other site's thoughts on it just to see if i was just being cantankerous and every single review talks about what a colossal mistake that character is yeah and, and like you've said how unlikable the girl are because they're just wangy the girl i don't mind the the lad i, I just can't stand him i wish he wasn't in it or he didn't talk that much um the the little white thing, I, she doesn't bother me as much as the lad does. Um, yeah, that's just, that's me. But I'm on chapter eight and I'm stuck at one of them stacking puzzle things. I can't for the life of me work out what he wants me to do. Because um, you have these puzzles where you have to put certain, not Pokemon, what are they called? Mirages or something? And, mirages or something stupid. Yeah, and I have to... It says Mariams. It's like you need one that weighs more than five and has fifty percent of uh, affliction to water, and I haven't got that many. Like I thought, because people are moaning that there's so many uh, battles to do, but I haven't been finding. I'm just walking through it, and it's not. I'm not finding that many battles, and then when I do, I'm so powerful that every time I hit an enemy they just die instantly so i've somehow broken it because i'm mm-hmm. i'm not finding it hard at all and there's no like easy level i'm just i don't know what i'm doing but i'm doing something right but yeah it's, i guess where you are you just need to go back and find yeah. something don't you really but mm. but it's just it's really because i couldn't understand that was online trying to look at stuff and it's like i i just don't understand where I'm supposed to, or how I'm supposed to do this. It took, I was like 20 minutes. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to turn you off. I have not got time for you. Mm. Um, so I played that and what else have I been playing? Oh, I've been playing Dragon Quest Builders a bit more. Um, my son really wants me to play this every day. So I do for an hour and he watches and tells me what I need to do. So that's kind of fun. Um, I'm still on chapter one on that thing. It's a big game, and yeah. you've got to build Seems stuff. Up, and yeah. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Like no. I enjoy what I'm doing. Um, just keep building what I need to build or find stuff. Go to the other areas of the map, which is kind of fun. It's definitely a game for the kids if they're interested in Minecraft. Because like my kid doesn't want to play it; it just wants me to watch me play it. Because I think. With this one, because this quest, he's not quite into doing questy stuff, so he just wants me to do it, which is fine. And so that's just going on in the background. And then I played some Skyrim Special Edition because Kevin and me are friends on... We are friends. I'm glad you've acknowledged it finally. Well, no, on on the theme. So you, because you already had it and had all the DLC, you got the the special edition. Yeah. I I don't quite understand what that means. They look the same to me, but I've just been playing on your side because you have all the DLC and I do not. So so I'm just chipping away at that. Um, I played it before when it came out, what, five years ago? And I had it on the PlayStation 3, and it got so, so bad. Like, the frame rate dropped to, like, one, like, every time. Because where I had saved, 
I didn't go back to it for a couple of months. I went back to it, it updated, and when it popped me into the world, I was next to some water and the frame rate was like, no, you're not playing this. And I just, for the life of me, thought, because I didn't understand what frame rate was then. I was just like, oh, my God, this game is broken. Yeah, it was at one, and I turned it off, and I never finished it because it just got so, so bad. I would rather have played that game when it was first out than when they patched it because at least when that when it was, uh, like, no updates, I could play it. So, um, yeah, I just had, like, a few hours on that. Um, I'm just waiting for Friday. I just want Friday to come around. And and shower me with the gifts of Dishonored Two Collector's Edition. So here's hoping it it, it comes. They've sent me an email like the other day. It says, "Oh, from Game about your order." I was like, "If you've cancelled it, I'm going to stab somebody. I'm going to go down to the headquarters and shout very loudly at someone." But no, they're just saying that this week you may see payment go from your account, which is fine. The money is there. Now, just like fingers crossed, because I really, really want this collector's edition. I want the mask, and I want the ring, and I want the poster, and I just, I want it all, and I just want to play it so, so bad. Because when I played it at EGX, it was just like, oh, it's just so nice. And, um, yeah, so next Friday I probably won't be on, or I'll be on for a tiny, tiny little bit and just back over there playing my game just, just in a world of dishonored haze and just leave me alone but it's been about my week i don't i don't um looking at the thing no there's nothing else there just just done two games there's some fairly significant gaming news anna Uh, what's that the biggest game release of the year has happened today Oh, well, football, manager, <laughs> football Manager 2017 has had its full release today after you, our two weeks on the beta. Huh? Yeah, I've started my proper save and tried to save it and it won't save. My laptop's just sat there trying to save. So I think I've, <laughs> the beta's finished and now it's broken. So um, luckily I still have my beta save up and running. But um, my proper one, I might have to restart again tomorrow, which is annoying because I've got an hour into life at Gainsborough Trinity enjoying myself and uh, the whole thing seems broken all of a sudden but important football manager news for you all not only is the full game out um but you can see the start of my new series on my youtube channel four o'clock on monday non-lethal legend returns to 2017 i'm at gainsborough trinity assuming the game works or you could just well or not or as well as sunday afternoon um there's gonna be a rather big game in my everton series which if you're not up to date on you might want to watch that because it's a rather significant match. On to more boring gaming news with you, Luck. Continue. That's the, obviously the only game I've played this week because it's the only game. <laughs> Aside from uh, World of Final Fantasy, which, going back to that a little bit, I do, I do think it's good. And something Anna said about Dragon Quest One that is, is you know a bit more for kids as well. I think this is meant to be aimed at bringing kids into Final Fantasy more so than it is for me and you, Anna. But um, there's some good nods and stuff. Uh, I, I'm going to persevere with it, but on mute because I don't think I can handle the shit, silly woman mm. uh, timer thing. Um, I've been continuing with Civ Six, Civilization Six, and. I mean, it's not. It's it's hard to 
do it justice because it feels like an upgrade on five, which is what you'd expect. And I don't know. I, I was racking my brain earlier today thinking I've got this as a review and I really like it and it's really good. And it's like, how can you really, I can't really get into the nuts and bolts because it's minor things that have just made it work right. They've moved stuff from left to right and then added a few more bits you can do into it. And it's like, as I said before, you know, you don't just have a building track for your city anymore. You have a building track for, for your culture and that kind of thing. Um, they've tried to make things a little more um, logical and give you an ability to build things quicker and better. Um it's yeah. It's as I say. It's, I, I find it. I'm finding it difficult to do the review justice of it because it's civilization. It's not that different, but it's improved. Um, I, that's hardly a quote worthy of the box, but uh, yeah, that's it. You know, get it. It's good. It's civilization. If you like it, you like it. Um, another game that I have been playing on my, my mobile. Well, actually, I've been playing Pokemon Yellow on my DS as well. Um, only eight pound and it is splendid playing an old classic like that um i'm trying to play it completely differently to how i always used to play them um for example i have a nido king and a nido queen as my two beasts that do all my battling for me um charmander and all of them i just sat in the uh the pc pikachu follows me around but he takes it easy doesn't do many fights and uh i'm loving it it sort of just puts some new life into the game for me because i'm playing it differently um, but the game that I was going to talk about is DC Legends. Have you got this on your iPhone, Kevin? I have not. Have you seen it? I have not. Okay, so it is a DC story where um, the Manhunters and I think Black um, Lanterns, Black Lanterns have, have created some sort of event that's you know destroyed the, the dc universe all the characters have been uh, stuck in the, stuck in the void and superman and lex and um is it zatanna is that the, the magician woman's mm-hmm. name mm-hmm. they weren't in the void and they free i think it was hal jordan and uh green lantern from the void and then basically it's a game slash it's like a, it's an rpg but it's a cool story about them basically trying to salvage you know save the dc universe um it's got the whole you know the multiverse because there's multiple batmans and wonder womans and so forth you unlock power-ups and so forth obviously it's an app so it means there are um you know, you could in-app purchase and buy players quicker and that sort of thing. But, um, no, I, I as a story, it's pretty cool. The layout of it's pretty impressive. Um, I've not been playing it that long because I got it today, and my team at the moment, I've just unlocked Deadshot. Um, I have Sinestro, Sinestro, I can't pronounce his name, um, in my team. Uh, Green Arrow, Flash, Hal Jordan, Wonder Woman, and Batman. And um, Superman, I'm on the verge of getting back because he went off to do something. But looking through the run, the run of uh, other characters that you can unlock as you go. I mean, there's Harley Quinn. There's lots of different bad guys. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just all the DC classic characters, and you know, the Hawk Girl and Hawk Man are in there. Um, 
yeah, it's just a cool. It's like this is it's a comic in a game, isn't it? Basically, I mean, they just did a big old battle on um, OA or 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 whatever it's called in the Guardian Council Chambers, um, and battling through the levels on that. The story seems pretty, pretty cool. I think you'll enjoy it, and I think Pab would as well. You talking about the MMO? No, I'm not. I'm no, talking about the app oh, on the okay. iPhone. Oh, okay. Ursula's army from the dawn of time has returned. The Manhunters. Mm. Relentless machines with a single purpose to eradicate all life. I'm reading the intro. Yeah, wasn't Manhunters a song by like Girls Aloud or something? Probably. Um, I assume that's part of how they're going to destroy the world. Superman's currently having a chat to Zatanna. I think he wants to borrow her hat. I might play this mm. later when I'm not doing a podcast. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm going to play it while you're talking. But um, I think for someone like you, for example, you get to sit there and have Green Arrow uh, save the world and you'll probably just focus all your efforts into him and Batman or something. But, you, yeah, your team will be pretty bitching and you'll enjoy it, I think. Depends if it's awesome, want to give him a, a kiss on the face TV Green Arrow or annoying social justice warrior comic book Green Arrow. If it's that version, I'm indifferent to him. Is Necron a character that you know of? Not really. The name sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, that's what uh, I thought. And there was the, uh, what's he called? The Something Stranger, Phantom Stranger? Something like that. And one of the characters was like, oh God, you only appear when things are really, really bad. And I thought, yeah, I remember the Phantom Stranger being in the odd thing. You can't interfere. He's not allowed to interfere, but he only turns up at major events. Sounds like sheepdog. Yeah, I'm not allowed to interfere. Court order. Pork and beans. Hello. What on earth have you been up to? <clears throat> well, sheepdog has done another pulled a blinder again, uh, and uh, I managed to get. That's a sentence no one's ever said before. By the way, no, he's doing well. He's doing well. He got me battlefield doing right for you, a few weeks he? ago. I've not got and, FIFA uh, football manager yet. Shut up. Um. Titanfall 2, I got that for review last Friday, so we were at Comic-Con when it came through. Um, but I've played it since Monday, I want to say. Yeah, Monday. Uh, I've finished the single-player campaign, because there is a single-player campaign this time. Uh, Titanfall 1, there was only it's all multiplayer. It was, they say there was like a storyboard in it, but it was, it was all multiplayer games merged into the same thing. Um, and this time, I've got a, a single-player story campaign. And I have to say, it is very good. It, it really You're is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's not a massively long campaign. Like none of these shooters and what have you I tend to be these Call of Duties and what have you and Battlefield aren't don't tend to be long uh, campaigns these days. And it's probably about six to seven hours, I'd say. Um, and basically, the premise is the game starts off and you are not a pilot of these titans you are a rifleman you're basically one of these grunts on the floor you know on the ground doing all the dirty work um but you are being trained up to be a, a, a pilot by i want to say captain lastimosa i think that's his name anyway that's by the by he gets he gets bumped off pretty early on right like literally right at the start of the game and basically his titan this titan gets like left left on, the, on its own, and he, the the captain, uh, you know, makes you a pilot and says, "There you go." Uh, this Titan called he's called BT seven 
7274 or something like that is the actual whatever he's called he's BT um and you get you get given him and so you become a, a, an acting pilot trying to trying to continue his mission um and this game cause it makes you it, it, it makes you really sort of not sort of care for this robot but you know you you you're in, you're you're invested what straight away cuz he's like I say he's he's, he's um He's quite a character. He's no like. He's not like what's he called the um, the, load, the loader bot off of a uh, right. lands or anything like that. Um, but he's he's this. He's, he's he's a he's a good character. Is he as good as Johnny Five? Um, Johnny Five's a bit more humanized. This is much more like a robot, to be fair. But yeah, he he can have some because you have like um you have like uh dialogue options as well when you're having a conversation with him so you can see he could get so you can get some wit out of him unknowingly because he doesn't he doesn't know he's being witty but he, he there are some witty moments in it um gameplay wise this game is 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 a really good game this is a genuinely good shooter um the 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 guns in it are just feel amazing you know like when i said you look don't like Destiny, I know you don't. But I say to you, Destiny is hands down one of the best shooters out there, full non-stop. Absolutely. The, the way the gunplay f- is, the, the way it feels and what have you, this is up there with that. So it's but in Tom my Clancy's eyes, Destiny you're talking about, yeah? No, no, that's the division you're on about, I think, again. Same. Destiny, Same game. Uh, the Activision game, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, this is up there, if not better for me, for, ga- for the guns. You know, you, a lot of the a lot of things said about the last game is that there weren't enough guns in there, what enough variation in the guns and what have you. At this time, there was so many different guns, so many different variations. You know which gun, you know what I mean? The guns feel really good and like meaty guns, you know? They feel like sturdy and like the, the way the controller vibrates when, you, when you're shooting and what have you. It is such a good, it has such good gunplay. Um, the multiplayer is very much similar to the previous one. Um, which isn't a bad thing at all. Let's see, this is Titanfall One. is the only game that I've prestiged in. That's how much I enjoyed the first one, um, and I played it for umpteen hours. Um, this one, it, there's several different modes in this game. Um, my favourite at the minute is uh, something like um, I don't know, what's the one with money in it, and basically you earn money every time you get a kill, and then you've got to clear an area out, and once you clear the areas out. A bank becomes open, and you've got to bank money, similar to um, Gears of War, where you have to, you know, when you bank your money, that's in in hard mode, don't you? Mm. Right, saying that, yeah, mm. yeah, you do that, you do that. But if you get killed, you, you, your your money that you've earned is halved straight away, so it becomes a. It, I I found myself hiding in caves at times. I got like I'd like three hundred dollars to bank, and I'd wait for the bank to to open. And I was saying, is the bank open? And they're going, no. As I was heading in a cave, just just waiting to, to wait to go and bank some money. Um, the only frustration I've had with it is that uh, the, the way you get titans is by getting the kills and what have you. So the more over the previous games, you would uh, the, the titan ticker would like just just move over very slowly, and the more you the more you got kills, whatever you, it would move faster. Basically, this time it is basically if you don't kill anything, you're not going to get a titan. Um, so you've got, you've sort of encouraged to go around and attack things, and there are still AI in certain modes of the multiplayer. There are AI grunts in there and what have you, so you can get your kills that way. Um, but if you but if they if the other teams uh, start heavily beating you, 
they'll have umpteen titans on you and you'll just uh, i found a number of times i was getting spawned and i was just getting killed instantly because there are titans just sort of happen to be around the area where you spawn so there's someone to spawn it isn't great at times uh but it hasn't stopped me from playing it it's been a very good game um and i will continue to play it. it's it's this this game has kept me off Overwatch this week, um, and as you know, Overwatch is probably my game of the year right now. For what has been, you know, I've, I've put hundreds of hours into Overwatch now, uh, and Titanfall Two multiplayer has kept me off of it. I tell you what, there is uh, before I forget, there is an MGP network. There are networks into like basically like groups or teams. Uh, so if anyone is on there on the PC, there is an MGP network. Search for MGP. There's currently me and uh, Gat on there at the minute who's in there. It's only me and him that play it. <laughs> they know about it right now, but now it's out there. Um, fans on there, we are, come on the TeamSpeak channel. We're on there regularly playing it. Um, and what they do in a, in a network, there is a happy hour, and you get you get extra points for playing in the happy hour. You get like double points or something like that, which I thought was a really good idea. So you and um, you can flip between networks as well. You can just you can just like store a load of networks in your thing and then just join just join them each time. There's a new happy ever coming on. So I have like three or four networks in. So I go eight till nine is uh, MGP happy ever. Okay, we'll go in that network. We'll just do some we'll do some uh, multiplayer and get double XP. Oh, the next the next network uh, that's uh, whatever ten to eleven. Okay, we'll go in there then for ten to eleven, and we will join that network and just play in that one for a bit and get double XP. It's a really clever idea. So there is an MGP network out there. It is just MGP. There's no, no like we managed to get it this time, Kev. We was uh, I was About on the ball to... with that one. Got an MGP network. Uh, so yeah, that is uh, Titanfall Two. Is uh, so far a very good game and worthy of playing if you only want to play the single player. If you, it's a it is a good one. Um, the only other, I've been playing bits of Overwatch. Uh, not much to say about Overwatch really, other than the uh, the Halloween event has finished, uh, and BlizzCon is on as we speak, and they have just announced another character uh, called Sombra. Uh, there's that cinematic out for or for uh, probably by the time this is out, it will be out there. Um, and yeah, it seems seems like a cool character. I don't know when she's out. Um, I imagine it'll be sometime next week, maybe. Um, the last thing I've played is a game that. Anna played at Rezzed. Uh, it's, ga- it's a game called Unbox. Oh, okay, yeah. Yes, uh, there is currently a Humble Bundle uh, on the website, the Humble Gems Bundle. I bought that last week. Uh, it's on for when this got out. It's on, it runs out on Monday. Um, and Unbox is in that one. Um, and I'll tell you what, it's a nifty little game, that. It really is a cool game. It's a clever little game where you're, you play a box... And you have like uh, you've got to basically collect. It seemed like there was just to me there was a lot of collect of collecting items in. It's like a three D platformer basically, um, in this like uh, tropical island sort of area with like some industrial stuff in it. And you run into this box, and then if you you can, you have like a jump, and then you have a double jump, which like you only have a limited number of double jumps because you have you 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 like jump out of your original skin. And then you jump out into your little a smaller box, and you become smaller and smaller and smaller until you run out of box boxes. Basically, um, it's a clever idea. So I thought it was a nice, nifty idea. Uh, so you you bumble around this island in a box, just like barreling around, and it, it just looks cool. Um, I've not played a great deal of it. I've probably played about an hour or so of it, 
uh, and you go around collecting tape and whatever and doing umpteen missions for other boxes. There's loads of boxes like there's hard hat one and there's like an officer one and doing you do all sorts of missions for them. Um, so yeah, that seems really cool. I'd like to play some more of that. Um, and other than that, that is your lot. That is all I've played this week. I've been very busy. Oh, that all sounds rather marvellous. Anyone got any more games or do I get to jingle everyone's faces off? I think jingle away. Jingle us. Right, movies then. Have, have we all been to see Doctor Strange? No. No. Neither have I. Very sad about it. I think Anna should take me to see it tomorrow. You're all right. I've heard very mixed reviews on this. Like I've heard people give it nine out of ten and say it, it was special, and people say that it was a bit cack. And yeah, it's an odd time for these superhero films because they're always a bit kind of notoriously good, and it feels like people are being a bit more discerning now. People are just being negative because they're now big and cool and fashionable, and people love them. So now everyone has to hate them. It's the cool thing to mm-hmm. do. I don't know, you said that about Suicide Squad, and that was pretty crap. Nonsense. I liked that a lot. It was pretty tame. Yeah, yeah. You're pretty tame. I was talking to my wife about it earlier and saying I don't actually really recall what the deal was with the villain in that because it was basically the Harley Quinn show-off, basically. Just, yeah. And that, that so, was perfectly acceptable. Harley Quinn oh, yeah. great. But everybody knows the villain is what makes a superhero story. Yeah, but they were all villains. That's what was great about it. But they needed to be fighting something good. You know, they weren't villains. They were the heroes. That was the point. That was why it was bizarre, because you used... Uh, we've discussed this before. We don't need to go through it again. Um... <laughs> uh, but we've not seen Doctor Strange. Have we seen any other motion pictures? No. no, no, I don't think I have. No, I've been a quiet week. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's uh, most disappointing. Um, let's move on to telly then, because um, as with last week, it's been a busy week for telly again. Telly's getting busy, boys and girls. Um, in, in addition to all the uh, all the splendid stuff we talked about last week, there's been a couple more season premieres. We had the first episode of season two of Humans. Which was um, which was marvellous, and if you've not watched that yet, you really do need to watch it because it's an actual British TV show that's any good, and um, that's a rarity at the moment. And um, mm. I'm enjoying it rather a lot. It's not rare for British TV shows to be good. Yeah, for it for it to be stuff for us to talk about, I haven't don't remember the last time we talked about a good British show on here. Bake Off. Exactly, that's it. It's, it's always the reality stuff. Bake Off, so in me. Isn't, um, what do you call it, American? Black Mirror? No, yeah. Black Mirror's British. Not American, American, I meant British. Sorry. Well, it's written by Charlie Brooker, but most of that season three has been American, hasn't it? Yeah. But that's been I've very good. One. We've almost watched the last episode of that now. We're about, it's an hour and a half long, the last one. And we're about three quarters of the way through, but then someone made us stop and do a podcast. So um, we've got to watch the end of that when we're done, probably. But it's that's been excellent. Humans is excellent. Um, and I tell you what, Sheepdog, Arrowverse is all change because Flash and Arrow, I'm still fairly indifferent to after two episodes. Uh, but Legends of Tomorrow, episode one, was brilliant. I really enjoyed Yay. that. 
cool. I, ha- I didn't really enjoy the first season of that at all, but this first episode of season two, it gave me lots of Oliver Queen time, which obviously always pleases me. There was almost... Well, there was very little Rip Hunter time, which really pleased me. He's not in this season so far. It was in it was a, in episode one a bit when they were doing the flashback stuff. Oh yeah, they show him but, bowing um, out. I imagine he'll turn up at some yeah. point, but he hasn't. It has been delightful. But they uh, they just focused on the best characters. So we had um, a nice chunk of Oliver Queen time. Then they had old Mick as uh, basically star of the show. There wasn't much Atom. There wasn't a huge amount of White Canary. It was just. Here you go. Here's Mick. Mick's brilliant. Let's uh, let's make it the Mick show and Mysterious Stranger who's turned up. And then Stargirl and the Justice Society folk all turned up at the end. So yeah, anything, and been pretty cool. Anything that has Stargirl and is fine by me because she's awesome in uh, DC Bombshells. So I officially like her already, even though the, the, we've seen her for four seconds on the TV show. But I like the fact that we're in the 40s and there's someone who flies around on a stick. Which, you know, if you can fly around on a stick, why wouldn't you? But um, no, that was cracking. But Supergirl is obviously still the best of the bunch. Supergirl yeah. was outstanding again. Um, I love Supergirl so much. I saw Kirsty Swan on Twitter saying uh, that's fast becoming our favourite one. And I'm like, yeah, it is just, there's no comparison. She's the best. I'm a little disappointed that Cat Grant's not going to be in it as much because she was a brilliant character. In real life, they moved the filming to Canada. Yeah, I read about it to find out why she wasn't in it, because she yeah. was so good in season one. But um, I understand, amazing. yeah, I understand why she's not. But she's going to still be in it a bit, isn't she? Yes, and they, yeah, they, they, they wrote her off screen quite well. And uh, But, oh, it's just so good. I'm a little bit disappointed that Superman's gone away again now. But Yeah, I there's no justifiable reason to have him there all the time, is there? No. He could be a main character with Supergirl. Um, they cast him well. I, did I say to you before, I think he's probably the best Superman casting I've seen in years? I believe I said it to you this time last week. He is, uh, he's maybe the I best, was thinking it. He is the best Superman I've ever seen. I, I yeah. It's, they've just got him perfect, both as Clark Kent and Superman. He is absolutely Better than Dean spot Kane. on. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> to be honest, Dean Kane would probably be number two on my list. because yeah. I, I loved that show when I was a kid. That used to be the highlight of my weekend, watching that. Oh, God, yeah, God, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, that's the funny thing. Um, I've been getting really into Superman this past couple of weeks, and it is funny thinking, when I was growing up, he was definitely a big part of I used to life. go to the barbers with a picture of Dean Kane and ask to have my hair cut like him. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I wanted to be that man. But, um, no, I think I, they need to do a Superman show now, give us something for Friday nights, because... Uh, He's been that good, and I'm not really into Superman, but like you were saying, I'm getting into him a little bit more. His stories, by far, we'll get into comics in a bit once Anna's run away, but it's the best DC book going at the moment. Both action comics and Superman are both superb, yep. and very, um, very he's been very good in Supergirl as well, so um, he's redeeming himself in my eyes a little bit. Might get myself a Superman costume. I'm wearing my Superman that. shoes, for goodness sake. <laughs> it seems like they've figured him out, which is bizarre. It's like, I don't know. It, it was like when they suddenly decided, oh, we know how to make superhero films now. Um, we just need to stop them being camp. They've suddenly figured out that the DC verse works really well when it's a little bit quirky, but cool and clever. And 
Well, the yeah. problem they've I mean, had in the movies with Superman, the last couple of, well, the, every Superman movie they've done in my lifetime, really, is they've, they've looked at, oh, what makes the Batman films good? Right, let's make Superman like that. And that's not what Superman's supposed to be. Bat, that's what Batman does. Leave Batman to be mm-hmm. the, the grumpy, broody... That's why him and Superman are more like enemies the whole way through. They're like... Yeah, but in the movies, they've just made Superman like that, haven't they? Whereas in this, he was proper Superman. He's a proper hero. And as Clark Kent, he's a proper dweeb. And it's brilliant. Yeah, I like the fact that Cat Grant thinks he's an absolute heartthrob. And (laughs) I thought that was just classic. I love that. I love the, the comedy of this because it's not forced. It's not silly or well it is and it isn't it's i hate wacky silly i don't mind it when it's a bit silly um i mean i remember just the moment i definitely decided supergirl was the best it was when flash was in it and the way she was acting about ice cream and stuff like that um just made me think she's such a good character um whereas like going back to what you said about flash and arrow um I was watching uh, an episode of The Flash this week and just I said I said to my wife like um Caitlin in that oh my god she's just forgotten how to I don't think she could particularly act before that well but she has just fallen apart as a character Well I think a lot of them have they, I don't mm. like what they're doing with Cisco either I know they're playing they're deliberately being different characters because of the stuff that's gone on but I just don't like it it's too much change and it's just change for the sake of changing stuff and saying look we've changed look at us and but the weird thing is they start acting more like their old selves and i don't and and I, there, there was no so what i mean by that is like cisco is being mr i'm all depressed early on isn't he but like then he just starts acting like the old cisco but there's no explanation as to why yeah. and it's like I don't know whether part of me just keeps wondering whether there will be something later on or whatever. It'll all tie together. But um, I like Malfoy. Well, Malfoy was good. We met him this week on UK version of the show. And um, I liked his character. Do you know, he's grown on me a lot. I didn't think he, when he first came in, I was like, oh God, here we go. The generic, you know, partner who just doesn't like his partner, but then suddenly will or whatever. But no, you're right. He's been a very good, uh, negative to the team sort of thing and that you know it's just making barry's life harder isn't he mm. but i just um, i want him to get back get kid flash back in his costume which presumably he's coming we need harrison wells back i think that's what i'm missing more than anything i love that man he was probably my favorite thing about the flash i assume he's coming back because um, he's been on the comic-con panels and stuff but we haven't met yeah. him yet two episodes in and we need him desperately <laughs> i mean it took him six episodes to turn up in season two i suppose the thing about this show that not bugs me, that's not the right word because I love it. It's my second favourite now, I'd say, after Supergirl, is um, is that basically I I don't like how they keep trying to find ways to get him back into it. Just have him in it and don't have him disappear every five minutes. You could just end the season with him still part of the team. You'd have to send him to another Earth or... Do you know what I mean? Like, they could have just yeah. left it there it was. They didn't have to send him home, but they did. They certainly didn't. They, to... they needed him to go at the end of season one, but they, he didn't need to go again at the end of season two. That was a bit yeah. silly. Because you know, for what you've just said, he's on the Comic-Con panel. Um, he does come back, but it is very much like, oh, hello. Yeah, yeah, we were waiting for you to just arrive <laughs> back. And, you know, weird. <laughs> just, just, what, what's the point? Um, 
it's an interesting story what they're doing. Um, I am quite relieved you've said Arrow and Flash have been bothering you because I don't know if you saw me on Twitter the other day, but I almost gave up on Arrow. Um, it has just become the Felicity angst hour, and I like Felicity, but I don't give a flying. T- I don't give two flying corns about her love life. <laughs> um, you know, it's just ridiculous how they think, how how any writer has sat around a table and thought, right, Arrow season five, you know, what do the people want? What do we need to do? Okay, we need to make sure that Felicity gets a new boyfriend and then just be really angsty about it constantly. And we need to make sure that every scene is about how she feels bad for nuking a village or she feels it, it, it just baffles me it's i like, just no. i just want to scream at the writers uh, oh you want to do what you'd want to do what the people want well you know when flashpoint happened and you thought right what changes can we make in arrow we could bring roy harper back which everyone will love because he was brilliant or we could change the sex of diggle's kid yeah let's let's go for that one but you they could have quite easily mate oh yeah uh roy harper never came out as the arrow so he's back now we've we've got him back and that he's got no team bring roy back for goodness sake he's maybe they were going to and he wouldn't come or something like that you never know that i wouldn't want to read up in case there's a spoiler there or something like that but um could be some sort of real well, life. Well, just bring someone else back playing him. Just get him back in it, because he was great. They it's... could have just not had Laurel die, couldn't they? Well, I assume she undies at some point anyway, because she's on this new contract, isn't she? So she must. she's coming back oh, somewhere, okay. somehow. She's signed an Arrowverse contract. So Sorry, I guess, you're right. I guess Sarah kills Damien Dark at some point, and... By magic, everything yeah, will sucks. reset when that happens, presumably, and that's probably how Flashpoint gets resolved. And that solves mm. everything. That's probably what they're doing in the Fortnite crossover. Cool. Because, I mean, I hate Damien Dark. He's probably the worst villain I've ever seen. <laughs> um, I don't like the actor in the slightest. And, it, yeah, it bothers me that he's in it. I love Reverse Flash. I'm like, yeah, keep Reverse Flash about. I was well chuffed when he wasn't dead anymore and things cracked on from there. Um, I mean, Flash gets me geeky, gets me really excited. I think Supergirl just hits me right in the, in the feels and the, you know, just just generally awesome. Um, I, I purposely went to sleep on the sofa watching Arrow. I was just like, I mean, the next episode was very good. I I enjoyed it. it. It did win me back over enough to watch it the week after. Um, but I don't really care about Oliver's backstory anymore. I don't. That's another they're still thing. doing that, especially because those five years have passed now. If they're genuinely always staying five years behind, the backstory should be highlights from season one at this point. Because yeah, we're, we're caught up. He's done his five years. Apparently not. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> and he, ever he, since season one, I've not understand why we need those flashbacks. They make no sense. They're just boring. But, it's like they're just trying to tell two stories but and sometimes it, it's a bit like in lost when they just they would somehow tie into the episode and you think that's a bit of a coincidence why does it matter that that ties in in the slightest um that's lazy writing just randomly going oh look you know that's that's our justification for him being able to do that he uh he did it five years ago 
go, and it's like, no, that's that's you're just being pricks now. Um, yeah. But before we <laughs> send Anna to sleep with our reverse talk, um, Walking Dead was on this week as well, and um, there was people moaning about it on the internet. Not not as many as there was from the episode before, moaning for different reasons. But I I like these episodes where they focus in on a particular character, and I like. I always enjoy a Morgan episode, so I really enjoyed it. I could I could live without Carol. But, yeah, I'd rather Carol was killed off by now. But we had some focus on Morgan. We got to meet Ezekiel. We got to meet the tiger. So, I mean, that's all good as far as I'm concerned. Anna, yeah, how did I'm... you feel about Ezekiel? What, the weird king? Man? The king, yeah. Um, he's different, isn't he? <laughs> he's awesome. Uh, I, I like him a lot, and there's, he's got a tiger, an actual tiger. Yeah, I don't think that friendship's going to last long. Don't you? No. We'll have to see how it turns out, won't we? What's um, what's uh, Batman got to say about all this, anyway? What about the tiger? Yeah. Batman. What's he called? I don't know. He's called the belly of a bat. Right. Who is he, Batman? He's just like, what the hell has Bruce Wayne got to do with anything? No. He's Batman's parents, isn't he? Yeah, you said to the, yeah, you're right. No, I meant the, I don't know what he's called, the fellow of a bat. That was amazing. Negan. (laughs) Yeah. He hasn't hasn't had anything to say about it yet, Pab, because they're trying to feed him rotten zombie pigs. That was, that was so cool. I was just like, that that that's the sort of thing that I guess is what I want from the show. There being like a little bit of a kind of you you may have seen all of these bits, but this is other stuff that Ezekiel happened to be doing because he's a very clever clever guy, you know. And yeah, that builds for me. That really adds to the character. Um, him being sly enough because he was always just good King Ezekiel, wasn't he? That kind of just did as he was told and you know, looked after his people, but mm. knowing that he was elaborately poisoning their people is, is yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah. I don't get why the pigs had to run around the city to be able to be, eat, to be able to eat zombies, but I'm sure there's logic there. I don't know why you couldn't just put zombies in the pig pen. I thought they were just catching the zombies, uh, the pigs, sorry. What, they're wild pigs? He's not run, wild. He's running a massive pig. farm, and inst- he just catches wild pigs to give to Negan. No, he has to hunt them. And I, then thought they have just, a... I thought they just lived on his farm. No, I, well, I got the impression they were hunting them or finding them. Less, you know, perhaps <laughs> is a better way of putting it. They went to other farms and went to places where pigs could be found, and they were then storing them on the farm and making Negan think they were feeding them up and breeding them and so forth. But actually they're just grabbing pigs they could find and then f- feeding them zombies. It seems their... like a, a ruse that can't last very long, relying on finding wild pigs. I can't imagine there's a lot of them around. We certainly haven't stumbled, stumbled across any of them in, what, six years of the show? They've never just walked upon a wild pig knocking about the place. Have they not? I don't recall a wild pig at any point. There's deer and stuff, though, aren't there? They're different to pigs, little fella. Oh, I know they are, but, you know, <laughs> hunting happens. Yeah, pig hunting, not so much. But, 
I, I assume it will make sense. But, um, yeah, I, um, I liked having a whole little, it was a nice little palate cleanser after what happened in the previous episode. Just getting, uh, right, we're not going to touch any of that. Classic Walking Dead style. We just had a massive traumatic episode. We're going to ignore everything that went on in that. And we're just going to go and see these other characters that you forgot existed. And they're going to go and find something cool. And um, we'll, we'll be back, Rick, in due course. But for now, we've got this, we've got this to be cracking on with. And um, I like that a lot. I'm really keen to see wherever they do the Carl thing. Because that must be coming any time now, if it's going to happen. What bothers me is that it looks like the Carl thing is going to be a Daryl thing. Yeah, probably. But that's not going to be as cool. Because there's there's no logic there. Why wouldn't... Because he'd just kill Daryl. The whole reason it worked with Carl is because he was a kid. Exactly. So I feel like unless they surprise us and do it that way, it's going to be just it's going to be a sad representation of what was Carl's best arc, mm. or one of his best arcs. Um, yeah, I really hope they don't balls it up because as, as, we, as we just said, I remember saying to you, Carl does my head in. He's so irritating, and you were like, "Shut your mouth." He's like one of the best. You wait, and then when I got that far, I knew exactly what you meant, and. Yeah, I'd say the same to Claire. Claire was always like, oh, I just hate that kid. He's such a whiny little bitch. And I'm like, no, they're building him up to be the frigging boss. He's just, you know, balls of steel. Yeah. He's getting a bit old now, though. He needs to stop aging before he gets too old. He's supposed to be a kid forever. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I was wondering the other day how how long it's been since the outbreak in the comics and in the show. Um, because, yeah. Well, judging by, it, in the comics, I would say we've had maybe five years pass because, ju- again, just judging it from how Carl's aged, because we had like the two years after All Out War, was it two years past? Just disappeared. Something like that, yeah. And everyone was a bit older and stuff. And I, was, I would say we probably had about five years in the comics. Whether that, which would mean we'd be about three years in on the show, but that doesn't match up with Carl's aging then. So I don't know if they're kind of doing the comic, the TV show in real time, maybe. And I don't know. It's not clear. Mm. They need all to right. just film all Carl's scenes now for the next five years. <laughs> yeah. Or get his I'm little brother talking. to sign up. Does he have a little brother? Well, if not, that's poor planning on behalf of the casting people. They should have. They should have. They should have hired a kid who's got like four younger brothers, and there's a two-year gap between all of them. Identical younger brothers as well. Yeah. Well, I assume that's how all brothers work. My brother's got the same tattoo as me, for goodness' sake. I assume that's how all brothers do things. The oldest one is the trailblazer, and the younger ones just copy completely. I bet they'd even shoot his eye out. <laughs> yeah, his brother's just there <laughs> counting down the days till his eyes shut out, and he becomes <laughs> he becomes the man of the house. Exactly. So, have we watched any other telly then this week, folks? Yep. What have you watched, Anna? I've been watching an Amazon uh, TV show called Good, Good Girls Revolt, and it's basically Mad Men for girls. Is it called um, Mad Girls? 
no, it's not. But it's a it's about they work for a like magazine slash newspaper kind of thing, which is in New York, and they are researchers for the um, reporters. So it's back in the sixties when women didn't really have a say in what they did and no equal rights, and they decide that it's time that that was that um, women could be reporters. And they go about this whole thing of um, making an official complaint to their employer um, about not having rights. And it's kind of tied in with the whole slavery thing when they got rights. And basically they're saying, well, we're, as women are getting um, treated like second-class citizens because we're not getting paid equal rights for what the men do so they can't be reporters they have to be researchers and they only get paid like seven thousand dollars whereas the men who are the reporters are getting like twenty twenty one thousand pounds a year and they're saying that's not right and it just follows these girls as they go about their lives and how they change and what is it girls gone wild no good girls revolt (laughs) it's on amazon um it's like 12 episodes um, but I, I've been really enjoying it. It's got the girl from uh, True Blood. She's in it, the uh, church-going girl, and she was in that. But it, it like if you like Mad Men, you like that kind of era. It's it's a good little watch. Um, it's on Amazon, all episodes. I think people should just go and have a look at that. It's um, it's good. I think don't, women... don't look at Girls Gone Wild, though. That's something... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> just, uh, just go on Amazon. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's so good. And there's a girl in there with glasses, and for the life of me, I can't place her, but I know her from something, but I just cannot remember You probably need to wait from. for her to take off her glasses, pull out a ponytail and shake her head back, then you'll recognise her. Are you sure it's not um, Supergirl? No. <laughs> it's not Because a lot of people have been fooled by her wearing glasses. No, I, I just, I can't place her. But like, I I look at her and I go, I know you from somewhere, I can see you in something, but for life I can't place her. And I've looked on a Wikipedia page and I'm like, well, no, none of these sound right. I can't, I can't place where she is. But yeah, there's, there's some nudity in it and drug taking and just... Now, uh, now I can't ask you what the name was again without sounding like I want to know because of the nudity. Um, <laughs> you do want to know because of the nudity. <laughs> Hold on. What's it called again? <laughs> <laughs> I started typing Girls Gone Wild again. No, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the name that's of it. Good yeah, Girls Revolt. Good Girls Revolt, that's it. Yes. Good Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> goodness me but yeah i just i I stumbled upon it's like oh that looks a bit like mad men and i liked mad men even though the ending of that just baffled me but i was like okay did you make it all the way through to the end of mad men yeah i stopped after about three seasons boring all of it once it stopped being a show where you just watch men smoking and drinking i lost interest Oh, there's still a lot of that. Yeah, but there wasn't enough uh, of it. I'd, I would be happy with a show that's just Don Draper sat in a room drinking and smoking, and he doesn't even say anything. He just sits there for 45 minutes a week drinking whiskey <laughs> and chain smoking, and I'd watch that show because it's, yeah. it's just so cool. 
yeah, well, yeah, have a look at that. It's like I said, it's only 10 episodes, about 50 minutes each. It's a thing to tie you over to whatever you want else you want to watch. But yeah, that's what I watched. This, well, I've watched most of it. I've got like one and a half left to go. It's not going to make my wife stop making me do the washing, is it? No, no, it's it's not about that. It's just about how at work they are the research the researchers and they do so much more and they're not getting paid for it. And the fact that they want to become some of them want to become reporters and they do the men's work for them, but when they take them to the editor, the editors were like, Well no, we're not putting this in if you wrote it and they're just it's a bit mean. So it's about that whole thing of women's rights back in the 60s so it's like based on a proper magazine but the people and the stories that they put in it are fictional so it's a bit of history i guess you like a bit of history i do but yeah that's that's what i've watched this week um we got any more tv shows then or have we exhausted everything there Sounds like, sounds yeah. like we're exhausted. Um, Anna, have you got any comics you want to talk about? Um, no. Well, I guess it's time for you to say goodbye then. Where, yeah. Where can people find you on the internet? I, I'm at Miss Lelouja. Always have been. Always will be. Interesting. Because you haven't yeah. always been. That, that not well. Changed <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not strictly I've, true. I've properly used... Uh, the uh, Twitter verse I have. Okay, I'll allow it. Bye bye, Anna. Um, bye bye. Can you like cut me off because I'm in a game? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> that all sounds very. Co- you might just have to listen to us talk about comics. Hold on. I think I might have figured it out. If this hangs up on all of you, it's Anna's fault. There you go. I think I cracked it. Splendid. Oh, comic books. There you go. That's a jingle. We should record that and do that every week. <laughs> I like that Ooh. a lot. Oh, comic books. Marvellous. Oh, goodness me. I must have read 30 or 40 books since the last time we talked about them because we recorded oh. last week's show early. We were away for Comic-Con and I was reading a lot while we were away. And uh, So I'm not going to talk about them all. Don't panic. I'm going to give you the highlights for the... Because, you know, I'm Mr. Reads the Weekly Books while Pab reads his big... Thick things printed on paper. Yeah. Um, so DC Rebirth stuff, first of all, as we hinted at earlier, it's the Superman books that are just being so good at the moment. Action comics. A, Go on. So I said, being a dad of a boy, I am absolutely loving the... If Whoever is right, I can't remember who's writing those Superman stories at the moment with John. And it does feel like when I'm going about my days with my son, but obviously he's Superman. I don't have powers. My son doesn't have powers, but you can really feel it. And, you know, I imagine it's probably the same. You've got, you know, the fact that my son's a boy, it doesn't make any difference. I'm sure you feel the same being a dad of two girls. It's, it's just a weird kind of, I don't know, I'm reading it and I feel this extra level of it's awesome because I can just imagine I can, I can emph, emph, empathize with it, whatever the word is. You know, I can connect to it more. It has been brilliant. We've got two brilliant Superman arcs on at the moment. The one in Action Comics, where Lois Lane's back at the Daily Planet, is yeah. just brilliant. Um, but even better than that is the one that kicked off in Superman this week, where Damian Wayne kidnaps John, k- 
Kent, I guess, or Smith yeah. or whatever he's calling himself now. Um, and it's just brilliant. So we've got the two, I mean, I guess it's the start of, um, a proper team up between Robin and, and Superboy and they'll end up the best of buddies. But we even got Batcow in this issue <laughs> and any issue yeah. that has Batcow in it is brilliant. You've got Superman, you've got Batman, you've got the two kids going at each other's throats. Superman and Batman have a row. Batcow's knocking around as well. It just had everything you could possibly want from a superhero book. It was brilliant. And um, anyone who is a bit like me and has never really been into Superman comics, um, and I wasn't... I, the earlier ones of DC Rebirth were, were good, but it's really stepped up a level with these two new arcs. And they are... Wonder Woman aside, they're probably the best DC Rebirth books that, they, that are running at the moment. They've just been brilliant. And, I um, um I need to get onto Wonder Woman. I've not been reading it. I made a spreadsheet of all the de- uh, all the Rebirth comics. Um, I said before, and I, I tied it up a little bit to just see how many of each arc each character I need to read, and made sure I was up to speed on the ones I really care about, like well, basically Batman, Superman, and Flash. But um, there's like ten Wonder Woman ones I need to read and ten Arrow ones I need to read. I wouldn't um, the, rest the Green Arrow ones are a bit rubbish. I've stopped now. <laughs> I read the first arc mm-hmm. and gave up. Well, I sat and read Batgirl, and it wasn't amazing, but it wasn't as bad as I expected. Batgirl to seems to be improving. The problem with Batgirl mm-hmm. is overexposure almost, because the Birds of Prey book is trash, um, whereas the Batgirl standalone is all right. And um, mm. hopefully, once she gets back to Gotham, or hopefully back to Burnside, um, it will get back to being any good again. But um, no, Wonder Woman. You, if you're not reading that, that's a must read. That's the best book going at the moment, and certainly oh, okay. on the DC line. Um, with the two different stories they've got running, with the uh, retelling of the origin story once again, and the one that's basically her trying to make her way back to Themyscira because. She's the one more than anyone else in DC Rebirth who is recognizing that something odd is going on. And she's, I mean, the arc is called Lies. She can't remember what her past is. She can't remember how to get home. She keeps getting flashes of all these different memories of different eras of her. So we get the new 52 version flash into her memory, the pre flashpoint version of her flash into her memory. And she can't understand why these, well, there's all these different histories and all these different lives. And she just can't figure out what's going on. So obviously Wally West and I guess the flash are aware of what's happening as well, but she's definitely knows that something's up. And it, it is seems interesting. To be properly that, um, her. I'll, I'll get on her next, and I think that'll be my priority reading her stuff. But um, Wally West and the Flash, I love the fact that they just keep having things happen, and they're a bit like that's weird. And Superman is obviously saying, well, "Hang on a minute, I'm I know I'm not your Superman. I know I'm from elsewhere." So he remembers that there's all these different universes that. And he was from a different one and he's been hiding. Um, he's wondering why the hell there's a Clark Kent wandering around. They're wondering why the hell there were um, Superwoman and whatnot. Um, you know, they're wondering what the hell's happening with the, the original Superman. And so they know there's something really amiss. Batman already, always knows and probably already has the answer, but he won't tell anyone until he's good and ready. Um, but all the others are just kind of sick. I mean, even, um, what's his name? Aquaman. He was acting up. I mean, I haven't read his for a little bit either, but in the Justice League ones, he keeps acting odd, doesn't he? He keeps mm. kind of 
collecting up random crystals and stuff and he, he feels like it's all gone a bit nuts so yeah I'll, I'll get i'll get through wonder woman stuff because it's uh it's interesting seeing all the different takes on it and it's slowly building up and building up and obviously there's that uh, uh is it dr oz or just oz that's doing all that stuff osmandium is it what are you talking about um so when people i'm trying to think of the examples was it Doomsday that they randomly, they thought they'd made him disappear, but then somebody, there's like a mysterious hooded guy who's got Doomsday now. Oh, yes, face. yeah, I do know what and you're talking about, yeah. Is it Ozymandia? Is it, I can't yeah, remember something name. like that. Yeah, so he's slowly but surely collecting, I mean, he's got, um, who's he got? I forgot, he, he hasn't been in it for months. Yeah, but he, he's got, is it Robin he's got? Yeah. Yeah, one of the Robins, yeah. Tim Drake. One of the Robins, yeah. Um, and which I'd just forgot until I was talking to you just now. Suddenly, oh yeah, everyone thinks he's dead, but Oz has got him. Um, so yeah, that's, it's all that's, building up. Man. Um, mm. This we had the seventy fifth anniversary special Wonder Woman as well. It came out in the same week as Wonder Woman nine or ten or whatever one it was, and that was just brilliant. It had loads of previous Wonder Woman creators all doing little mini stories. Um, they had this fantastic interview where lois lane interviewed wonder woman and it was just written like mm. a magazine article and it was just brilliant and um I, I, I don't know if that's suddenly become a fashion in comics because in the latest issue of wicked and the divine as well that whole issue was just written like a magazine special where it was just interviews of all the different gods there was no comic in it it was just mm. interviews for an entire issue and it was again brilliant and i like all that they take a long time to read get your money's worth um but yeah, definitely of the DC stuff, Wonder Woman and Superman are the are the two top books going at the moment. Um, I'm slowly working my way through. What, Marvel just confuses the niblets at me at the moment because Civil War 2 is still, what, two or three issues away from being finished. But almost all the post-Civil War 2 books are out now. We've, we've had the... We're on to issue two of Champions. Um, Death of X is up to issue three. Um, we've got the new Avengers book out this week. There's, um, the unworthy Thor now has a book. So we've got Odinson back being Thor. Cause there's a, there's a new Molnir that's turned up. So there's now two of them knocking around and mm. Marvel's just all going a bit nuts. And I've stayed clear of them because it, I, I know they're all uh, a learning curve and I know a lot about them just from growing up and whatnot. And, DC is confusing a, a bit, I suppose, if you're just coming from the outside. I was trying to explain. Um, I don't know if I mentioned, but I made the stupid mistake of uh, my son wanted a Superman toy at Comic-Con. And then when I was at um, a shop the other day, he has still had some money left from Comic-Con. And I got him a Batman toy. And then on the way home, remembered that my parents had got him Batman v Superman figurines for his birthday. And they hadn't given them to him yet. And I was like shit he's got two now and so i told him oh, I was like, i'm really sorry i accidentally got you earth two batman and earth two superman i am such a fool daddy's an idiot um let's hope you get the other ones and my mum gave him his i'm like oh they're the earth one ones that's perfect and he, he he's bought into it but trying to explain that to my mum because she wondered what the hell i was on about and why he had two lots of batman and superman now and i'm trying to say no that's canon that's you know He's actually playing it properly. <laughs> there is two Supermans. There is two Batmans. Um, one of them is Batman's dad. Um, but 
to her, she was just like, I don't have a clue what you're on about. Whereas to me, DC, once you get the hang of the fact that there are infinite versions of them all, really, and, um, you know, the campy Batman from the 60s is a universe version of Batman. You know, um, there is one that's more detective than than that. And, yeah, it's it's all kind of it's canon whereas marvel just seems to just go nuts for the sake of it and throws out uh, oh there's another hammer now that's just yeah there, there always was another hammer for whatever reason mm. you know and it's like you can't just say that you can't just suddenly hurl out another hammer and say thor's now there's thor no again. continuity between the books either marvel is just all over the place at the moment we had in the latest issue of civil war 2 black panther just decides he's no longer on the side of Miss Marvel because Captain America's not, and Captain America's the voice of reason and morals, which is fine, but in Captain America's book, he's still messing around being a Hydra Nazi. <laughs> so, you know, I don't understand what's happening. Mm. And they, oh, I guess Tony Stark dies because he's not in any of these books. But how and miss marvel is coming out in the post civil war two books she's suddenly a hero again but to any reasonable person she's wrong in civil war two and iron man's right so how have we ended up in a point where she's come out of it looking like a hero he's presumably dead or gone away or whatever so riri williams can take over or whatever her name is um i don't i can't get my head around what's going on and I, I mean, don't know why they didn't just delay all the relaunch books until after Civil War Two. once that got delayed. Yes, it would have meant releasing slightly fewer books now, but so what? At least you'd do a proper relaunch the way DC did. DC have massive... Uh, at the start of this year, Marvel were well ahead on sales, and now we're at the point where DC are well ahead, and Marvel had their relaunch and the chance to draw level again or push back ahead of them, and they're just messing it up. And I don't understand... It is odd that um, they... I mean, surely it's too obvious for Stark to be dead. Um, but I know. get the idea that all of these books were... they, they were, The intention was never for them to come out before Civil War Two ends. They were written and drawn and ready based on, right, Civil War Two's finished, here's the fallout from it. So I don't think they're... I don't think they've gone back and re-edited them. I don't think they're trying to hide anything. I think they're kind of just working with their, well, you all know what happens. That's, this is what happens next. But then that the Civil War book keeps getting delayed so much that I don't know if they're going to have to change that to fit in with the stuff that's already been released that happens after it, or I don't know. I, they, Maybe they are going back and tweaking it. I think they've just messed up. I think they've just got it wrong. And uh, we'll see. I mean, some of the new books are really good. Champions, I'm really enjoying. Um, Death of X, I'm enjoying. I like a good X-Men book. Um, I don't particularly care for the Inhumans, and I guess the Inhumans win. I hate win, the Inhumans. But they're the ones um, that Marvel own for the movies, so yeah. I guess they're going to push them more than X-Men because that's where they can make all their money. Yeah, so Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is obsessed with the Inhumans. And it's just like, oh, get lost, you know. But then Miss Marvel's um, an inhuman, and she's brilliant. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, stupid, stupid Marvel. But I'll keep reading it, because 
the individual books. If you ignore the whole overarching story, the individual books are still very good. It's just the the big continuity thing that gets me all giddy about DC just doesn't seem to be there. And it's the reason why over the years, I mean, I've been reading DC books on and off for 10 years, probably Marvel. I I often try and I fall off because I don't understand what's going on. And I'll get in an arc and really enjoy it. And then something else will happen and I'll just get confused and stop. And they keep doing it to me. Stop confusing me, for goodness sake, Marvel. So, I, I say it every week, but it is so bizarre that DC have perfected the um, universal comic where if you read everything, you'll get rewarded. So I genuinely feel, even though you've said, and I know that Aquaman's a bit weaker or Birds of Prey are a bit weaker, I'll still probably read them because it fits into the universe. Whereas it's like... And, and do the DC programs, but Marvel, Marvel again with their films and TV, they've made it feel like everything's unmissable. Whereas, and again, I know we disagree. The DC films, I still feel a bit like, yeah, I could have missed them, and it wouldn't have impacted my love of the universe, uh, the Arrowverse. Sorry, and it wouldn't have impacted the the, the comics. Whereas, I don't know it, the fact that their films and TV are, are connected for Marvel, even though it's lightly. I love that and. I think they've nailed that down. It's like they've realised that's their bread and butter at the moment. That's where they're going to make their money and Disney are raking it in on their bits and perhaps maybe they've just gone a bit mental with the comics and forgotten that that's who they are. <laughs> I saw Bouncy ranting that when he types Marvel in on uh, Amazon, um, the first things, to, all the things that come up are not comic related for the first two pages. And he was just like, that doesn't make any sense. You know, it, it shouldn't of be the case. It makes Even when I was a kid, I had incredible Hulk wallpaper because you could get it at B and Q. You couldn't, oh, I don't think you couldn't like... get DC wallpaper anywhere. Marvel's always been merchandise and the extra stuff. It's just how Marvel is. I don't think he meant like figurines and stuff like that. I think the issue he had was it was, um, it was all TV and film stuff and acting like it wasn't even, I don't know, but you know what he's like. He, he says something and you kind of half agree, half think, what are you moaning about? Um, but it was interesting because he made a point and I just thought, yeah, Marvel is becoming more of a, an awesome film and TV thing. Um, DC for me is becoming an amazing TV thing and an amazing comic, but the, the films are very weak. <laughs> and, well, we've got Wonder Woman out soon, so that will save everything. Everyone will like that, because if you don't, you're just wrong. Plus, it's the first one <laughs> Jeff Johns is probably involved in, so it must be good. Yeah, he, fingers He best. can't do wrong. Um, and lastly, to wrap up on my books for the week, um, my regular call for if you're not reading Giant Days yet, people, start reading Giant Days. Um, we've had an issue out for each of the last two weeks. We had the first part of the Christmas special last week. Um, we had just normal issue 20 this week. It's just brilliant it's set in the uk it's written by an english author um it's art style is fantastic and as i always say it's the book i wish i wrote because it's brilliant just read giant days for goodness sake throw money at this man he deserves it and that's it that's from I, there is other stuff but i don't need to talk anymore about comics um, I know that Pab read this, so it gives him a chance to speak. But I also read, and I'm up to speed on uh, Superman American Alien. I've got it on my desk as well. It arrived finally this week. Read it. 
Oh, well, it's, it's on my to-do list. It, just, just read it. Genuinely, I'll, I'll read gen- it. Don't worry. I'll read it. I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to read paper books while Anna's playing games, though, because I need my reading <laughs> lamp on, and it gets in the way of the telly. <laughs> so I have to. It's harder to read stuff out of actual books than it is on my iPad. Yeah, I say I say this often. I don't know. It's because I I just cherry pick stuff out that is, I look at to be good. This is the only book I have wanted to read more of. I have read this. I read four issues or whatever it is on Monday alone, and I don't do that. I read one issue a day, probably at most. Yeah, um, I blitz for it in one go. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, that's how good it is. It's seriously amazing. I was so impressed, and that was that was a kind of a moment where I was I talking to you, Kevin. I was saying I'm on a Superman thing, and you were a bit like, uh, you know. Okay, but uh, I wouldn't have thought um, so because I've been up on Superman for weeks. Oh no, I think actually I think it's my colleague, a guy at work. He, 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 I explained to him why, and he got it eventually. But he was a bit surprised that I'd kind of yeah gone on a bit of a tip with that. It's I, I, I don't really know why we've all done that at the same time. I don't know what's. Because it's I, just got good at the same time. I guess so. Yeah, 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 yeah. makes sense. It makes sense. Um. I've, cause I've got uh, Red Sun, I haven't started reading yet, and um, whatever happened to Superman, because um, apparently that's a classic, and I'm looking forward to reading that. I don't know why I haven't opened and read that yet. Um, that was apparently his big end. It was like the uh, the series finale for Superman back in the day, before they just kind of rebooted everything. We saw a um, copy of the Death of Superman comic at Comic-Con for about five grand. Were you tempted to get God, yourself a copy of that? Did you see? Some of them were like ten yeah, plus grand. Yeah. Me, uh, Claire and I stood there just like... He was, I pointed one out to her and she didn't realise it said 9999. I think she thought it said 9999. When I pointed out that actually that was ten grand, she was a little bit like, wow. Issue one of The Walking Dead even was like three grand or something ridiculous. I saw that point. I read uh, here's here's Negan earlier, um, and quite it, it, it's. I didn't realise it's an ongoing thing. I thought it was just a six arc thing, um, but it's Negan's story before The Walking Dead. Mm. And um, I saw. I thought it was called Negan Kills because I saw I saw some stall at Comic Con that had a whole load of Negan comics. Um, and that's what I was looking for when I came across here's Negan. So I'm, I tried looking up Negan kills, but it all just talks about who he actually kills in the show kind of thing. But have you, are you aware of a Negan series beyond here's Negan? Um, I know they run stuff in the, it all comes in the image catalog thing, doesn't it? That's where it exists. I think they, and then they collect them together afterwards. Like the image previews book has a Negan section in it each time to get people to read the previews i think because it was almost like negan i i I imagined just from the quick i just saw it while i was walking around i was thinking it it seemed like it was some sort of negan kills this leader negan killed you know like uh, an episode by episode blow of him just randomly murdering someone um and the story of how he did it and what happened and i was laughing to myself thinking that sounds like it'd be quite entertaining really um but then it was just how he was a uh well, baseball coach, I'm assuming, um, and a bit of a knob, and then his wife got cancer. It's like, okay. I haven't read any of it, so I have no idea. 
Yeah, have a have a look. I mean, it's just it is just context. Um, he was still an arsehole. He was still a a jerk, but he. Yeah, he had a wife that he loved, even though he was screwing someone else on the side, and she got cancer, and he was really pissed off, and then the apocalypse happened. So, you know, that'll teach him. So he wrapped barbed wire around his baseball bat. Named it after his dead wife. Awesome. Mm. But, um, no, I enjoyed that. Uh, What else did I put on my list? I mentioned the Squirrel Girl thing. Walking Dead this week was a bit of a shit hitting the fan, sorry to swear. Um wasn't it? Things kind of went down big time at the hilltop and everywhere. I'm trying to remember what happened in it. Remind um, me. Bit of a Jon Snow style uh, raining arrows. and Oh, of things. course, yes. The, the fire arrow things. And yeah, I do remember. I read that a couple of days ago, I think. Yes, that was um, interesting. How, how this is... I think we've got two issues left of the Whisperer War, haven't we? So... I guess we're reaching the finale and as is walking dead tradition, half of them will die and we'll reach a new status quo. It is pretty, yeah, it's pretty mad actually. It only feels like five minutes to go. They massacred half the cast. <laughs> and, um, and here we are again at a point where I'm kind of thinking they better not kill. I mean, it's always, it's always the same thing with this actually. They get to the end of these bits and I think they better not kill Maggie. I like Maggie and then she's fine. So she'll probably die this time because I've, I've cottoned on and um, that fella that hit on her, it seems like he's already been built up to die, you know? Um, yeah. I, I don't know how Carl can survive, but he will cause it's Carl. And then uh, I guess Negan will have to save today. Surely somehow I don't even know how he would, but, it's the only path of redemption type thing that he's going to... I assume have. he's going to march in and save the kids. That, that but even then, I was thinking. part of his whole thing has been that he's... He said to Alpha when he took her out that um, he's just dead inside and, you know, he doesn't feel anything. He lost someone dear to him. He doesn't feel anything, doesn't care about anything. It, he, he couldn't give a toss what happens to anyone else. Um, but you know, but his actions to... have already shown that that's not necessarily true. Again, mm. getting back to the Carl thing from before, that's not strictly true. So he has a bit of a soft spot for the uh, for the wee people, not in a personal way. That's, no, that's because he was a, he was a teacher. There you go. So he'll come you're basically and save Negan. The kids. Uh, people say that to me a lot. I almost cosplayed as him for uh, Comic Con. <laughs> My friend went to a party as him the other day, um, and we were sort of laughing at because he pulled off the costume, but he doesn't have the build or face for it, sort of thing. Um, but it was impressive that he'd done it. I don't have a leather jacket, and I wear spectacles. So on the both on both of those fronts, I thought oh, I'm not that bothered. I'll just go, <laughs> I'll just go as a man in a beard. And you did. did, and I pulled it off. Loads of people copying my outfit as well. Yeah, Beardy I saw man in a t-shirt. Kev clones there. Mm. Might have to change the look up. I might invert my beard. Have it on the top half of my face. See how long it takes people to copy that. Yeah. 
You've read Har- so you put Batman Harley Quinn. What's that, Pav? Is that just Harley Quinn Rebirth or No. This is a book I picked up uh where did I get that? Forbidden Planet while we were down in London. Um You know the iconic image you do you see did that show you this Kev that I got this at Forbidden Planet? I don't remember seeing anything that anyone bought, including myself. I've got a, I've got two bags <laughs> full of stuff I bought in London, and I haven't even opened them yet. I don't know what's in them. I'll probably tweet a picture out over the weekend and surprise myself with what's in them. Yeah, I, I tweeted a picture earlier on, um, earlier on in the week of what I got. Um, but is like the the have the icon in in uh, Suicide Squad. There's an iconic image of Harley in a in a traditional outfit with the Joker in like a like a full suited and booted and that's on the front cover um and this is by paul dini you know who that is don't you kev yes (laughs) yes i was mid yawn with the microphone muted and you asked me a direct question you monster yep i knew i knew anyway this book is like i say i don't know what it is i need to pick good books this is a genuinely cool book this is just like similar to uh, the Superman American Alien, which is like set like seven individual issues, like short stories about sep- like parts of Superman's life, just like little chapters of his life. Um, this one is just little short stories written by Paul Dini, drawn by different different artists uh, throughout the book. Just little short stories about how Harley Quinn became who she was. Just little stories around a little, basically a little story that is involves Harley Quinn, um, and it is superb. It really is. It's such a good book. I was I was a bit confused at first because basically the front cover portrays like quite a not a sinister but um, a more a real looking um, depiction of Harley Quinn and Joker, and then on the back it's got like the animated um, version of uh, Harley Quinn. And like I say, but there are, but like I say, there are so many different artists on this doing different different depictions of her, uh, and it really is a cool book. There's like I say, there is some some stories going like for the what, length of like a regular twenty issue twenty page comic book. Some are four pages long. It, it's, it, that's a very different. I mean, I got I felt I was reading this for uh, for days because I was reading stories going. Okay, that must be another like I've read like four pages. It felt like a you know, an irregular issue because I've read through the full story, and okay, it just kept on going and going and going. There's like so many different little stories in there, and different takes on her. And there's one where she ends up in like a uh, like a, a an Amazonian like um, what's I'm thinking of like a safe house or whatever it is. Uh, she's trying to reform herself in 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 there with um, an Amazonian, trying to teach her a bit. It's, anyway, read this book if you if you want to know about Harley Quinn. If you have some like a, a vague interest in Harley Quinn, this one is probably the one you want to read. This just tells you origins. Just basically anything you want to know that's in that book, and it is genuinely cool. I must say, I found the um, so in, in injustice gods among us there were times when it was all harley quinn like she'd be the lead of of the of the arc and i mean 
without being too spoilery, she dies in that. And, uh, and you think, Oh no, she was a fantastic character. And then they have her and a couple of other characters riding a boat through hell and then <laughs> making their way back out and into the other side and coming, coming back into the real world and carrying on. And you just think she's completely unaware of the sheer insanity of what she's doing. She's just going about her business, taking it all as it comes. And she's such a perfect character um, because I don't know. She just is, she's, she's obviously a baddie, but she's not really bad. Is she? She's just kind of does stuff. I don't know. Bit unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. And so she just doesn't seem to notice the ludicrous nature of her situation. There are situations in this book where I'm like, where she, she sees it in herself. She sees it as uh, Dr. Harleen Quinzel. She sees the, the, the lunacy of what she's doing, but it's like she's got a switch and just knocks it off. Yeah. And then just, just, just carries she, on doing what she's doing. Use herself, yeah. didn't she? Which I didn't know was a thing. She sort of has like psychological interviews. Yeah. She's laying on a, a sofa talking to herself. And I, I, it took me ages to really, not ages to get it. I caught it straight away. But I mean, like, really think about, like, that's quite cool that she's almost psychoanalyzing herself as she goes along because she knows yeah. she's just mental. Yeah. Well, like, like I say, this, if, if you, if anyone has any interest in Harley Quinn, this is a must read. This is, this is from, Paul Dini, the guy who basically created her, basically created her for the animated series because he, he wrote and did a lot of stuff on the animated series. So he basically has created this this character. So he knows her inside out. Um, Doesn't it shock you that people don't know who she is still in this day and age? I know the film's made a big difference, but I still have people go, I don't even know who Harley Quinn is. And it's like, what? Really? You mean comic book people or do you mean just in general? General people, because general people to see know the Penguin, they know Joker, they know. But she's not. Know, she's only. She's not really. She's not in any of the films per se. She's only really coming mm-hmm. to the films front now. And like I said, she was created specifically for the animated series, and then put into comic books at a later stage. So, if people who who grew up with comics when they were when they were younger, they probably won't have seen them, seen Harley mm. Quinn really. So, but yeah, genuinely good book. Um, and the last one I've read uh, is Kev's fault, basically. Good. It's Kev was we were wandering through food and I went, "Oh, that's two ninety nine. Get that." <laughs> I went, you don't even know what it is. He went, "Yeah, it's two ninety nine. It's it'll be good." I said, "It's two ninety nine, and it's by Grant Morrison. Get that." I think yeah. that was a reasonable yeah. sentence. Yeah. And then I started. What would you say about Grant Morrison? Not so. No idea what's going on. Awesomeness. Yeah, but I, I'd have said the first two. <laughs> I do not know what the hell this book is. <laughs> what is the book hmm. called, Pav? We Free. Interesting. Now people might people might complain and go, "This is genuinely cool." I I did not follow what was going on at all. I, it, see, it's it's kind of cool. It's like it's sort of like Grant Morrison in general. He's like it's kind of cool, but it's just way over my head as to the weirdness that's going. It's like the premise is like disease. The government is testing these like mechanized animals these animals that have been put into like little mech suits and they they are basically they got to a stage where they have to be put down and they they the handler for them releases them into the wild and it's just weird it's just a weird book <laughs> like the animals the animals sort of talk they have like a weird primitive talking 
Uh, so then you've got a, a, a dog, which is the biggest one, like the most dangerous, a cat, which is quite a nasty, vicious character, and a rabbit. And like I say, the premise of this, this, it's not even a massive book, it's only a small book, really. But it's like the story is like of these animals escaping and the government hunting them down. And there, there is a, they're, they are we free. The three of them are like one unit sort of thing. And then they, they release uh, number four, which is a, like, I think it's a mastiff, a gigantic, bloody mastiff dog after them. And it's, it's very, I, I Grant Morrison's books tend to be quite graphic. Is it just me? It, it's it's like a very graphic book. Um, I, I, maybe. It's 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 bonkers. It's genuinely bonkers. I mean, I, like I say, I wouldn't have got I wouldn't have gone out of my way to read it, but I've read it now. It was um, only three quid. It was cheaper it was than a single quid. issue. Yeah, you're right. It was cheaper than a single issue. Um, and it like I say, this week I have genuinely I have this is the most I've read in like, one solid week because I've only I was off on Monday from work so. Tuesday to Friday, I've read like effectively three books. Well, finished Superman off, the Harlequin book, and this wee three. I've read so much this week, and I've been proud to have read so much. Because the last few weeks, I've not been reading that much. Um, and I've got a stack more. I've got Paper Girls today game. So six pound fifty on Amazon. You cannot turn that down. Exactly. That is genuinely good. a good bag. I got um, I got We Cannot Go Home Volume One for seven pound. Um, um, I haven't read it yet, but I will. Um, I also got Sandman for a tenner, um, volume one. Is it Sandman? Yeah, Sandman. Yeah, I've not read that. I keep meaning to. Yeah, I remembered you mentioning it, and so like it's one of those where I saw the cover and thought, I've heard that be mentioned, and then I read the back of it and thought, this sounds really good. And then I asked the guy about it. I said, I've heard this is good, and he was like. It's fantastic. So then I thought, I won't buy it right this second. I'll wander away for a second, Google the shit out of it, and check that he's not just trying to go like, oh, yeah, that's great, mate, to get money, which obviously he is, because that's I imagine that's a comic book seller. You have to get in the habit of just going, oh, yeah, I read it the other day, and it's amazing for everything. Um, but the internet at large agreed it's probably one of the best comics ever. And um, so, yeah, it's there. I bought it. And... Um, I know I, I I overcomplicated the purchasing process like I do, and you would have probably just bought it and stuck it on the side, or you probably already have it. But oh, I, yeah, I, I probably f- have it. I just haven't read it. Yeah, but I felt like you know I did the right thing. I went and checked that I wasn't being just fooled. Um, but I'm quite. I mean, even my wife was a little bit like, "You don't normally buy stuff just like that." She was a bit like, uh, she was half impressed that I was just kind of going on and going like, "Yeah, I want that." wanting things because she's not used to me wanting things and um at the same time i think she was a little bit like how much are you actually spending um and i just have to keep telling her not to worry a pretty little head yeah that's the party line how we have to phrase these things yep banner avenue goodness i'm still (laughs) i'm still sat here in the garage next to my unopened full case of Civil War mystery minis that I can't take in the house. I can't open. I can't do a video. <laughs> They're just sat here. They're still in the box. I'm, there you go. I'm rattling one next to the microphone now. <laughs> They'll just stay here in their boxes forever because I'll just never be allowed to open them because then I have to admit I bought them. 
Like, I know I own them, and I know there's a full set in this case, so I'm happy. That's oh, all I yeah. need. That is pretty mad. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were so nice. If you ever want to pass on the uh, doubles, I'm more than happy to There'll ship no someone doubles, to my show. Uh, it was an still factory sealed full case. So all it right, just just it'll bang be on. a full 12 of them. <laughs> so, um, and I could look on the back of the box and see what 12 I've got. I have a cunning plan. What is it? Very cunning plan. So uh, our good friends at Jinx have uh, mailed me a box, but I need to go pick it up tomorrow morning. <laughs> um, now, if you want to nip out, meet me, swap DS puzzle pieces, and then return home with that box and say that that's what you got as part of the Jinx box, mm-hmm. should be none the wiser. Do we reckon there's enough people who listen to this part of the show to stitch me up? Yep. No. I yeah. think everyone would do There's at least one. Who? Who listens to this part of the show and would stitch me up? Well, well, technically, I'm not listening. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I think hear all that. I think just doing the gag and the the con in, in and of itself would be enough to make her then not care when it, it turns out you actually just paid for him. Yeah, and I did pay for him in like June. So, yeah, you know, this is past Kev's fault. This is nothing to do with me. I'm exactly. lum- I'm lumbered with the with the with his errors. If anything, you're the victim. Yeah, exactly. I'm sat here with toys I want to play with but can't play with because of his stupidity. So um yeah, I'm trying to solve a problem that he created. She should be on board with that. Right priest writing prior wrongs. If the plan works, um as best as it possibly can hopefully the box will have something in that you can just jingle in her face and yeah, she'll just like a, roll around on the floor with it. a little bell like a, with a flashing light on or something all of yarn yeah that's what we need that'd be ideal um, right are we done because this is another blooming long show i like sleeping i still i still haven't recovered from comic-con i'm so tired i need yeah, i need a long sleep I've, I've been getting more sleep I i've been getting i've been getting a solid six Plus hours in this this week is not like me at all. See, I haven't got near that yet this week because really all the football manager. I haven't even managed to do a FIFA video, my football manager stuff. The, just the general tiredness from Comic Con. I've only read like forty issues of comics and watched all my TV only. shows. Oh, damn. And I've only, I only managed twenty seven hours on the football manager beta. So you know, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm, exhausted. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. See, I, I did think I haven't done much this week, and then I was thinking about I've watched all the same telly as you, I've read all the same comics as the pair of you, I've watched two lots of football matches in the evenings, and I seem to have spent a lot of time with my kids, which was good. That I I don't I've had an odd week, or that's why I thought I hadn't done as much as normal. But um it seems like time has slowed down a little bit. Maybe I like this time of year. Did you know you can find us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast, or you can follow me at Lelujo. I'm at RB6K. And I'm at Pub1986. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. And if all this football manager talk has got you giddy with excitement, you should probably go to youtube.com slash FM and see the world's finest football manager YouTuber um, on there doing football manager stuff. New series out at four o'clock on Monday and go on, we'll let the cat out of the bag. It's only the blooming FA cup final on Sunday afternoon. Goodness me, the FA cup final with championship Everton. These things shouldn't happen.
Um, but I think that's your lot. Can I go to bed now? Because it's gone midnight. You um, may. I didn't you. realize that. Wow. Well, it's nearly midnight. So it's almost the same. See you yeah. next week, boys and girls. Have a good week. Bye bye. <laughs>